Good evening, Alamo Stone. It's good to be back here with you. I've, I've got to the point where I almost feel like I'm gone more than I'm, than I'm here. <coughs> but finally, this rolling stone is starting to gather a little moss. We're getting our feet back on the ground and coming to the close of an exciting summer, very exciting summer. Um, had no idea the, the, the uh, experiences that we would have this summer. I'd like to share a little bit of that with you tonight. Uh, part of it is with the Salicetes. Yes. They took us on a short-term missions trip to Puerto Rico, and they knocked it out of the park. It was, it was exciting. It was exciting. So we had some interns come stay with us uh, this summer. In fact, we had three sets of interns. We had, uh, had one from uh, the Bible, Bible College in the, val in the Valley. The second group were, were uh, University of Texas students, uh, one from uh, Austin, the other from San Antonio. And then we had two students from Minnesota who just left um, Thursday. And they had a chance to enjoy both our wonderful food and our ridiculously hot weather. <laughs> but we've had a blast. We've had a blast. And part of our adventure has been the Alamo Stone family and your being behind us. Uh, we wouldn't be where we are now without this family standing with us. We're excited. And we're looking forward to what God has ahead. Uh, the good stuff is really going to continue to come. Uh, I'm going to share some slides with you tonight of, uh, from our trip and share with you from Isaiah. <clears throat> I know I should have sung so loud while I was uh, <laughs> Share with you from Isaiah chapter 60. Let's see if I can get the slides up here. Isaiah chapter 60, 60 verses uh, 1. All right. Yes, Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 3. So if you want to turn to your Bibles and stick your finger in there a minute, um, uh, we will get to the Word in just a minute. But I have to, I have to talk a little bit about the, the there's a backstory. There's a backstory to, to what has happened to us this summer. And I'll begin with, um, I'll get this slide to advance. There we go. There we go. Okay. So in 2015, four years ago, seems like an eternity now, Alamo Stone sent a group of us to Puerto Rico. And we had a blast. We went down, we thought, to go paint uh, dorm rooms at a church camp and to help uh, upgrade their property a little bit. But God had something else going on behind the scenes that we didn't know about. While we were painting and hauling rocks, off to the side and tossing uh, over the fence. Jay and Erica Salasetti. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, um, my name's Ross. Yes, Ross. <laughs> By the way, let me introduce myself. Thank you. Let me, let me stop for a second and introduce myself. My name is Ted Holland. My wife, Vonda, is here with us. We have three adult children, um, a 30-year-old uh, school teacher, four adult children. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one that has five adult children, I'm the fifth one. So we've got a 30-year-old uh, school teacher. We've got an architect who's deployed to uh, Afghanistan right now. We've got um, uh, active duty, uh, service professional in Hawaii. And then we have Nehemiah, who's our, our youngest, and he's still here in, in uh, San Antonio. So thank you for that water that helped me see that I missed something. So everything started in 2015. We're painting, we're cleaning, we're fixing and hammering, but Jay and Erica are off over talking to some of the Puerto Ricans 
as, as part of the camp there, they had some training going on, some exposures, and Jay and Erica slip off while we're not, not looking, and they begin to build bridges and make connections. And they got a rapport going on, apparently, that got planted a seed. They planted a seed because while we were there enjoying the sights, this is Porosuya, by, by the way. Um, I wasn't thinking about connecting with people. I was thinking about doing things. I'm an engineer, and my mind gets stuck a lot on just doing things. So I'm sitting up here on, the, on this cliff. I want to show you something. God was at work. Do you see the, the arrow there? It's pointing to the to that rock with a point on it. I don't know if you can see it, but that looks like a praying man. Can you see it? Maybe not. But he's, he's, he's sitting on the point. He's got his knees up. It looks like he's got his knees up uh, uh, on his chest. And he's kind of looking toward the shore. I can't, I can't blow it up, so I can't I show can you. See. Can you see it? <laughs> Ross sees all kinds of things in clouds. So, so. He's got a, he's, that, that's why he's such a good preacher. He's, he's able to, to take uh, something that doesn't have a lot of meaning, make, put a whole lot of meaning to it. So I'm looking at that rock, and something is starting to stir inside me. We're here for more than just painting fences. God is... God is beginning to build connections that someday are going to bear fruit. As we're getting pre pre preparing to leave, uh, we're on the beach, and we're praying. We're thanking God for the, the great time we had and just the memories uh, that we were sharing and the people that we were meeting. And you can't see it. I thought I'd change that font to black, but it's, it's white. Can you see it says uh, 2015? Can you see it? Just before we're ready to leave and come back here, comes the thought, the time is now. The time is now. And as we're thinking about that, tears start coming down our cheeks. And we're wondering, what is God about to do? What is he about to do? Well, what he was doing, I'll carry this around with me. What he was, what he was doing was he was building a partnership, a dream, where the people in Puerto Rico could work with the people of Alamo Stone to begin raising up laborers to send them out to their works of service in the harvest. So that was 2015, this was 2019. And Alamo Stone, I want to tell you, the time has come. Arise, shine, for your light has come. We'll be looking at that in just a minute. Um, I don't know about you, but it sends chills down my spine. When four years later, we returned to Puerto Rico this summer. And there is one of the men that Michael, his name was Michael, that Jay and Erica had been sharing with. He brings five or six disciples with him. And they are on fire. They took us out. We did some witnessing. We went out in the, in the neighborhoods and, and we're just connecting with people. They knew the gospel. They could share the gospel articulately. They had a confidence about them in the way that they handled the scriptures. That just these young people, uh, ages 16 to what, 20, 24 or something like that? We were excited. We were excited. And I couldn't help but think, um, that seed was planted four years ago, but it's continuing on to this day. So I want to 
say Alamo Stone, congratulations, your grandparents. <laughs> and these are the parents. Uh, this is Jay's, uh, Jay's uh, extended family there in Puerto Rico. Um, he's sitting next to his 90-year-old, 90, 95-year-old grandmother. She's a believer. I'm thinking that she is part of this, this great thing, this great movement that's going on. I think she's been praying. And God is hearing these prayers, and he's beginning to, to begin a work that we hadn't even thought about four years ago. Those two uh, uh, attractive young ladies sitting under the, the window there, and you're wondering which one is the mother. <laughs> so Reese was, Reese, oh, Reese was about this tall when we were four years ago. She just blossomed into it. I said, whoa, four years makes a big difference. Um, so we were there this summer, and uh, when we came back, I began to think about what's going on in this church. You know, Wes has gone, moved to the, to the east, but the best is still coming. The best is still coming for Alamo Stone. As I looked at Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through, verses 1 through 3, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. I'm throwing my glasses. This is what you call a senior moment. <laughs> All right. See, the rest of you have to pick up this torch because I can't see the torch. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings the brightness of your dawn. Now this promise was for Israel a long, long time ago, about 700 uh, BC. Uh, this, this, uh, this promise was given to, to Isaiah for the nation of Israel. But I can't help thinking there's a dual meaning in this. There's something in this for us too. I believe that God is telling Alamo Stone, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of God is, is rising over you. When I think about this, these uh, the nations coming to you, the Greek word is the ethnos, not necessarily the, ge the, the geographically marked off boundary nations, but the people groups. Jesus said this gospel will be preached to all the ethnos, all the people groups, and then the end will come. So Alamo Stone is actively involved in the gospel, sending the gospel out throughout the world. And our, our little piece, little corner of the world right now is, is, uh, is Puerto Rico. Can't help but think it's going to get bigger. The kings coming to the brightness of your dawn are leaders in God's kingdom. These will be the disciples who go on to influence others and influence others. And from life to life and faith to faith, the kingdom will grow. Kings are going to come to the brightness of your eyes, the brightness of your dawn. And the glory of God has risen upon you. The next verse says, See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the, over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Um, I like that little shaft of light coming across there. It looks like the light is just kind of moving in and it's pushing the darkness back. You're on the bow wave of that light. And God's got some great things in store for us. 
So tonight we're going to talk about um, arise and shine. We don't have time to talk about shine, so we're just going to talk about arise tonight. Um, so as we look at this passage, God says, arise. The word for arise means to wake up. Wake up. It comes from the Hebrew word kumi, which means to stand. It literally means to stand. But figuratively, it means to awaken. It, it signifies to put aside what entangles and to ascend to God's next level. So Jesus is telling us, wake up, be prepared, because there's some great things coming. And we need to be ready for it. One of the uh, challenges is uh, from Hebrews 12, chapter uh, 12, verse 1, it says, set aside uh, the sin that so easily entangles and run the race with endurance. How many of you, how many of you were, were around when the meteor shower happened this summer? Did some of you see the meters? Nobody saw the meters? Just me. Because I was awake. <laughs> the great things of God, the promises of God sometimes come upon us pretty quickly. And we need to be awake. So he's telling us to wake up. The A stands for awake. Uh, we see it in, in all over the Bible. Isaiah 52 verse 1 says, awake, awake. says it twice. No more sin. Uh, Isaiah 51, 17 says, Awake yourself, awake yourself again twice. And Ephesians 5, 14 says, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead. R stands for recognize, recognize the urgency. God's calling us to rally to action, to realize the challenges, and run to the battle. Ezekiel 22, 30 says, And I searched for one among them, who would stand in the gap and build up the wall on behalf of the, of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found no one. I found none. God's looking for us to stand in the gap. How many of you are, are feeling the darkness? Uh, just seems like it's closing in on us. How did you feel with the, the shooting in no past? What kind of things are going through the mind? Question, yeah, so what's what's going on? And you know, all this all this division we're seeing in our in our in our culture, it's coming upon us pretty quickly. So God wants us to recognize there's an urgency. He wants us to get involved. I stands for implore, it means to beseech the Lord to send laborers into the harvest. We want to invite people to go, inquire who can go, and then intercede in prayer. So Matthew 9.36 says, And seeing the multitudes, he felt compassion for them, because they were distressed and downcast like sheep without a shepherd. And he told his disciples, Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send laborers in, into his harvest. S stands for seize the opportunities. Seek out God's will. Search out for our individual parts. And then set our minds resolutely to pull it off. That's what you did for us in 2015. And today, we're reaping the harvest of you seeking God's will, searching out our individual parts, and then setting our minds resolutely as a church to pull it off. John 15, 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your, shoot, that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give to you. 2 Corinthians 6.2 says, 
Now is the time. Today is the acceptable day. And Acts 1 8 says, you shall, be, you shall be my witnesses when the, the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you. To be my witnesses to the uttermost parts of the earth. And finally, embark. So we had a little surprise. We had a surprise that we were planning to go for it. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it was Jay or Erica. One of them, one of them just said, uh, we have an extra slot uh, open. Do you want to go? And Wanda says, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Wanda's a guy in the world missionary. Plus she likes to travel. So anytime she gets a chance to go, she wants to go. John 4.35 says, do you not say there are yet four months, then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes, look on the fields. They are already white for harvest. They're out there. They're just waiting for us. They're waiting for us to get mobilized and get out there. So how do we do that? Something that happened to us, we, we learned something very important. Uh, Short-term missions can be an event. You plan an event, you execute the event, and the, and the, event's, the event is over, right? This church is starting to think on a different level, on a different level. We're starting to think more, oops, there's a slide missing out of here. The slide says that we're, we're looking to, to move beyond uh, event orientation and looking at more of a continuum. Internships, taking students or people who could go and then engaging them in a long-term vision of going again and again or being involved in some sort of teaching and training to prepare them for their works of service. That's part of our vision statement. Uh, to prepare people for their unique works of God. Uh, internships are, are great for that. We took a, uh, a number of interns with us. Actually, I saw it says took interns with us. As you look at these, uh, these three people on the, on the beach there, one is a student, one just graduated, the other is we're already working in a company. They're working the long term of partnering. So they're not just looking at a one-term trip, they're looking at building long-term relationships in Puerto Rico. So evangelism as a long-term uh, effort, as a long-term vision, uh, is something that works with internships. Teaching. Erica, Erica gave this, this outstanding uh, mini-lesson on homiletics. I have never heard a homiletics taught like that before. It was down to earth, it was practical, and she had us writing as fast as our little fingers could scrawl out on the paper. But that kind of teaching begins to build a foundation. It gets people excited about what they can do for the kingdom of God. And then along comes Jay with visioning and ministry brainstorming. We sat down and had a brainstorming session with Michael and his disciples to look at things that their churches could do. Uh, they were talking about a, a read and feed program. A lot, a lot of people in Puerto Rico, this is post-Hurricane Maria, a lot of people are still are without adequate food, especially in schools and whatnot. So getting reading materials for kids, providing meals for them uh, during the summer months is, is a project that the churches can do there. They're excited about it. Teaching English as a second language is something they asked us to look into. So Jay, is he's throwing out ideas. They're, come, they're resounding back with, with uh, how we can help, and we're hoping over the long term to build some partnerships. And then, of course, children's ministry. This is one of my favorite pictures. Wanda loves children. She loves kids. 
when they see her, they just they want to help me just this hug her. I don't know. My name is Ted. I'm the Teddy Bear, right? <laughs> but they flocked to one. So apparently, there's something more attractive about her face than there is about mine. And I don't know what this guy's doing. His uh, his eyes are half closed. But, but techniques for passing it on. So we're looking at ways to uh, take the principles of God, encapsulate them so that they're so profound they challenge the most critical mind, but simple enough that a child can take them and share with somebody else. So techniques for passing it on. We're, we're experimenting with this thing called hands-on discipleship. Uh, perfect for next year already um, placement provisions pathways passions some of you are passionate about people how many of you would have have, uh, have been on a, an animal stone short-term mission trip how many of you would like to go on a short-term mission trip with animal stone there's going to be plenty of opportunities and it's going to be a lot of fun ahead so how about it animal stone are we ready to arise this is uh their son, um, Asher, on the roof of his parents' house. Now, I, I, you know, I'm trying to figure out how Asher got up on the roof. Went around back, and there's a ladder. Asher's up on the roof. He's dancing around like he's on the ground. Uh, that's Jada, one of the interns that came with us. And she's throwing, she's, she's pretending like she's throwing a pitch to Asher, but he's actually swinging. And he's running around the roof, and I'm petrified going... But apparently he's done it, he's done it a lot. He's, he's been there a lot of times. He's never fallen off the roof and probably never will. What you don't see is this giant avocado tree in the back. The avocados grow like gourds. They look like squashes. And they taste so good. So you've got to come with us. Arise, animal stone, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is rising. Let me close with a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for what you're doing through this church. May the partnerships continue. May you continue to surprise us with new ways, Lord, to reach out and touch people's lives. We're looking expectantly for your light to rise upon us, for your glory to hover over us. And Lord, that you would use us, especially in these dark times, that we would be the light. Isaiah 1.9 says, Unless the Lord had left a remnant, we would have become like Sodom. We would be like Gomorrah. That's the logical end of the nations, Lord. But you've got us here for such a time as this. Use us. Prepare us. Send us out. And show us how to partner with those around the world who are sharing your gospel. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.